Welcome to Sales Velocity TV, where we pull back the curtain on how the top businesses in the world sell more with less resistance. Bringing over 50 plus years of combined sales experience and over 100 million in revenue generated, please welcome the hosts of Sales Velocity TV and two incredibly entertaining gentlemen, Andrew Cass and Aaron Parkinson. I'm going to kick us off today by saying Happy New Year. It is the first show of 2022, and uh, it's our second season with Sales Velocity TV and Radio. Aaron, how are you? Happy New Year to you, even though I've already said it. But, yeah, happy uh, New good to be to back you. for a new year. Yeah, Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year's to all of our listeners and our viewers. Um, we are we were actually just talking about this right before the show. We are going to revamp and level up the Ooh. show for 2022 we've got ideas and guests and plans and why don't we talk about what we're going to do next week just to plant seeds? well first and foremost before we do that a couple things the big question first of all today how to how to dominate what do we call this dominate 2022 how to how to nail your sales numbers and we'll share the three steps that we take on as well when we want to talk sales numbers for the new year but the big question aaron for 2022 is do i go with the yellows or do i go without the yellows because i gotta tell you i feel like I, it's becoming signature at this point maybe I, I, maybe I, we maybe get some feedback from listeners and I, viewers I, I whether they like the yellow or they don't like the yellow i gotta tell you when i don't wear them i have people saying where are those cool glasses that you normally wear on the show you know what I, but I, I wanted couple, your opinion I've done a couple shows where i haven't worn one of my hats and and, and i instantly got feedback from people like where's your hat? See that like, yes these are staples your staple is the hat my staple is the glasses let's stay with it in 2022 you know what let's do it and let's just you know let's stay with what what's worked because the show is very highly rated by the way um ratings are up huge we're worldwide we're on multiple platforms obviously we're live on tv for those of you bouncing in here or maybe listening in for the first time, we're live in the Public Sales Velocity TV Facebook group every single Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And that show is then syndicated into YouTube. It is then cut out audio-wise and moved over to Apple, iTunes, Google Spotify. Play, Stitcher, Amazon, I think Spotify too. Not sure. So all the platforms were there. And like you said, we're going to level it up big time in 2022 and, um, and do some really cool things. In fact, next week, is that what you wanted me to talk about? Yeah, because the right. question is, in 2022, How do you are we go big? Joe Rogan level? I don't think so. Well, Because Joe listen, Rogan is off the charts right now. So the reason we bring this up, and we'll get into the, the Dominate 2022 thing in a minute, but we are going to be dissecting in 2022 a lot of business models that are, you know, brands that are exploding and why, right? Big organizations that maybe start, and more so from the rags to riches type story. Somebody who started without a big budget, Somebody who started from nothing, perhaps, and became a very big brand. You know, we did it with, with Tom Brady last year. We, we, we dissected the TV 12 brand. How, how does an athlete build this big sports brand while he's still playing? Things like that, right? Joe Rogan, if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast is the, the largest podcast in the world. I think because it was one of the first. He has like 2,000 episodes. So he's been at this like nine years, 10 years. He's been Aaron. at it a while, but it definitely wasn't one of the first. Okay, so he's in, he's early. He was one of the, 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 the pioneers. But here's the thing. How did the podcast not become the, the, the largest podcast of all? Is that your doorbell ring in there, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what I thought. It's the oh, you knew it was going to happen, right? At my door. But the, the point is, just last week, we got third quarter, um, what do you call these Nielsen ratings of, of shows? 
He eclipsed the number one rated TV talk show, which currently at this time is Fox News. I think it's Tucker Carlson, one of those. That's the, the highest rated TV news talk show right now. He has eclipsed all the Fox, all the CNN, all the MSNBC television shows as a podcast. This has never happened. And since we're talking about the podcast being on the podcast, we're going to talk about how that happens. How does the brand just go? How does it just go mass appeal like that? Right. We'll talk about that on next week's episode. So here's a pre pre preview of next week. Maybe either either I need to go I need deal to, with this. Do or I need to, to mute you down, the man? Show, I'm gonna, do uh, I need to cancel you? What's that? Do I need to cancel you right now? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm now that canceled. now that we we kick off 22 just with cancel culture in full effect. By the way, right? I'll give you the option. I'm gonna go deal with this, and you can either carry it for the next two minutes, or we can restart the show. Um, no, hey, go ahead, go ahead. So here, here's the deal, everybody. Aaron is is um, not in his normal environment today, so he's got a, a FedEx guy at the door. But we're gonna talk today, 2022, how to how to dominate 2022, and obviously as it pertains to sales, right? As it pertains to your numbers, we'll talk about looking back at 2021. We'll talk about looking at where you want to go in 2022. But most important, what are the numbers and the metrics that you want to be looking at so that you can set a plan? Right. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. How do you set a good plan for 2022 that gives you the ability to know where you need improvement and know what kind of systems, people, products, team members that need to go in place so that you can execute on those goals for 2022. So that's what we're going to talk about here today. So we're going to talk about three things and I'll let Aaron dissect them when he gets back here. Um, how to take a look back at your 2021 numbers how to set the revenue goal for 2022 based on your 2021 numbers, and then the gap, right? How to attack the gap, like where you were, where are you coming from, where are you going? We'll talk about the gap here as well. And we're literally, Aaron and I, in the midst of doing just this exercise for our company, Pipeline Pro, that powers the Sales Velocity TV show. So Aaron, what I did while you were... Uh, you know, high-fiving the FedEx guy. Did he bring you something good, by the way? Well, and here's the thing. I didn't know if it was going to be the FedEx guy and <laughs> A, if I could ignore him and how many times he would ring my doorbell. You, but here's or, the funny thing. You called it right when the show started. I, I guarantee know, the guy rings my doorbell. if it was the government, which I know we don't want to open up this, this – you, you'll lose your mind if we open up this topic. But in the Cayman Islands, yep. when you're quarantining, which I'm doing right now with my 10-year-old because he's not vaccinated, they will randomly show up to make sure you're still at Are your you house. Are serious? That's what just happened? It was not, but I was oh. like – if it is them and I don't answer the door, they're going to be relentless. And so I was like, let me just go deal with this, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it was the FedEx guy. Fortunately. Would it be would it be too offensive for me to say, holy shit, 1944 Germany? What, what's going on here? Or I, I couldn't agree with you, Mark. Look at, my, look, at my, look at my fancy monitoring bracelet so that I can't Holy 1944 Germany flashback. What is happening? Anyways, well, well, I digress. But I gave them the format, Aaron, the big three. So how, how do you, I mean, you should know your 2021 numbers, right? Well, and, and that's the thing is, is, is we always kind of make assumptions that people operate in a way that serves them at the highest level. But the reality is, is that so many people just kind of roll into 2022 because they're busy and, and they don't stop to yeah. actually analyze, plan, and organize mm -hmm. to ensure that they hit their goal. I want, I want to stop you for a minute, Aaron. I think sure. you made a really important point there. It's the sometimes the unconscious just rolling into the routine in the new year. And I, I'm guilty of it this week. Literally, like this week, we haven't found the time 
And I was, we're, I was we're saying when you for, for a multitude of different reasons, well, you I were got traveling. COVID, yeah. I got stuck. Right. I couldn't get back in time. And all of a sudden we're a weekend and we haven't even stopped. Right. So the, 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 the lesson I want to leave with is don't think because it's not like the second of January, this can't be done. This should be done no later than the end of January, right? Really, okay. that would be the latest of how do we take this month, get back on track, get back into our routine for sure but also take time out to do the planning that we're talking about here today. Because if you don't, what happens is you revert back to potentially some bad habits. Yeah. And, and you, and you lose the opportunity to capitalize on what you did well in 2021 and amplify that because you're just, it, it, this, you know what this, you know where this happens with, with, or I would say, you know what group this happens with the majority of them Tell me. is, a lot of our listeners, which is the solopreneur to small business, small to medium sized business, owner. small to medium sized, because mm-hmm. they're wearing so many hats. And if yeah. you got traction, you kind of just roll into the next year and you're like, oh, I'm busy, busy, busy. I'll get to that later. And then all of a sudden it's May. Yeah. And you're like, man, I never did my new year's planning. It's the first quarter is over. Right? Exactly. Right. And so, you know, you and I, we, we work with a lot of small to medium sized businesses. We own multiple small to medium sized businesses. And, and the big businesses, the big corporations, I mean, this is a, this is a non-negotiable, right? Like they, they've, they've got their kickoff for the year. They've got their quarterly meetings. They've got their analysis. They've got whatever. And, and a lot of the small to medium sized businesses, they, they almost push back against, oh, I don't want to be the stodgy corporate culture, but there's a reason why this is done. And it's to ensure that a, you have goals and B, you can hit them in 2022. Listen, right? what 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 are the what are the clichés out there, right? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I mentioned that sure. earlier. What what's the what's Zig Ziglar had a great one, right? First sales guru I ever listened to in the cassette tape in the car. I wrote about this in my book Sales Velocity, so funny, right? Um, you you can't hit a target that you cannot see, but he phrases it in a different way that's 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 clever. But this is it. I mean, this is the time now whenever you may be listening to this by podcast or here on the show live is when will you schedule that time to step away and look at the numbers? So let's talk about point number one, which is your 2021 numbers, right? Yeah. And, and for me, and a lot of, you know, a lot of times we talk about tactics, I think it's important to share personal along with that so that you can sort of understand where our mindset is at when we do this, right? Every January, and I will do that as soon as I'm out of quarantine, I will, I will do exactly what I always do. I go to the Ritz Carlton hotel, which you've Have you done the Ritz yet? I have not because oh, yeah, that's right. straight home and I was quarantined, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the 25th of this month or whatever the date is, I'm going to go to the Ritz-Carlton. I'm going to take my journal slash notebook that I have, and I'm going to sit in the spot in the hotel that I feel the most inspired by the energy. Hmm. And I'm literally going to spend four to five hours. And the first thing I do is I write down everything that I accomplished in 2021 and what I am grateful for because it's super important for me to stop, recognize how blessed I am, be grateful, recognize my own growth and put myself in that position of gratitude to then make my plans. So the first thing I do is I write down everything that, that, that was good, that I accomplished, that I learned, that I was grateful for in this book. And then I go into the math, right? So I look at very specific numbers. What were, what was our revenue, right? How many clients or actual units of sales did we do? 
How many leads did we generate? Mm -hmm. What was our close rate? What were the sources of our, our lead generation, our traffic? Which ones were the highest converting, right? And I break down all of this math so that I can see not based on opinion, but based on math, exactly what happened in the business and what areas were the most successful and what areas were the most challenging. Mm -hmm. And basically what my baseline was at the end of 2021, right? And, and I could use, you know, Pipeline Pro as an example for people, right? I'll look at how many subscribers did we have? What did it cost us to acquire a subscriber? How long did they stay? How many of them upgraded into some of our other services? What were our conversion rates? How many leads did we generate? How much did we spend on traffic? These are all numbers that I want to know how we ended in 2021 and what was the outcome. And I think it's really important for people to understand if you don't know what your baseline numbers were in 2021, when you just set new goals, we're going to talk about number three in a second. Mm -hmm. You don't actually know what your concrete next steps are to hit those goals because you don't have visibility on your numbers from 2021 and what you accomplished and, and what was strong and what was weak. Which is context, Which is right? I love what you just said. And this is a sales show. So really what you should be looking at, I'll just reiterate, re reiterate a couple of those, Aaron, is first and foremost, let's start from the beginning. How sure. many leads did we generate as a business in 2021? I mean, yep. I, I know for a fact that I would get deer in headlights moments from many business owners on that because leads just kind of, you know, you get All some referrals over here, you generate some on Facebook, some on Google, but to not know that is problematic. Don't take it as an insult if you don't. Take it as a lesson to do it, right? And if yep. you can't find that, make it, make it a habit to be able to find that in 2022, right? Behind that is how many sales did we make? And if you have multiple products, carve it out into level one, level two, level three, whatever your different products are, how many total units sold? Because then you can see what your conversion rates are. Hey, we yep. brought in 3000 leads and we made 1000 sales were closed and essentially, you know, at its surface somewhere around 33%. Good baseline number to look at. You and I will be a lot more granular than that because we have the systems and the tools to drill down and see conversion rates and uh, and whatnot. But those are the two. And then obviously that ties to revenue and then more advanced would be, and hopefully, you know, okay, what was the net profit after all that, right? Do you do bookkeeping? Do you do P and L's? Do you, you know, do you do monthly sales reports? We'll get into the, I guess the, the nitty gritty here in a bit, but that's from a sales show perspective. Don't just look at the revenue, look at the leads that were generated because ultimately the more leads you generate, the more sales and revenue you'll make at the end of the day. And it usually won't ever not work that way. So if you're light on leads, you're probably light on revenue. Yeah. And you said something important there. You said, if you don't feel like attacked or insulted, if you don't have these numbers readily available in front of you, you know, go pull them. I would take that a step further and say, if you're in that, in that position where you don't have these things readily available at any time, mm -hmm. when we're done this show today, go over to gopipelinepro.com and sign up for our software immediately because it displays all of these things for you in one report. Not the revenue, by the way, but definitely the numbers as far as leads and where they are and leads, where they are on the conversions, cycle. progress in, yep. your, in, your, in, in your particular business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't allow 2022 to go by having this hole in your business. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you're a solo entrepreneur, small business, medium-sized business, 
If you don't have this stuff statistically readily available to you at any given time, you're literally guessing. And you can't build a solid business on guessing. Yeah, right? you're right. So, I, lo I love I love your I love your um the exercise that you do. I remember you did it last year where you actually go, that's key, going outside of your normal environment. Totally different place to do this. It's really difficult to do it sitting at a desk where you have emails and texts and all kinds of crap coming in. Uh, wouldn't work that way. So I love that idea of getting to a spot where you self-reflect. And the key, I think that you mentioned, and this is easy to get away from too, is the gratitude piece. What yeah. went well, not what went terrible, which is what we always default to. Right. Oh man, this is all the things that went wrong. Well, what went right? Right. Exactly. What are all the things that went right? Right. What went and, well? It, yeah. And, and, you know, this is a little bit more philosophical again. You know, we both have um, money managers that we work. I think you, I think you manage your own money. I have more of like a, I have like a combination. A I have a combination. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. great. And um, one of the big things she said to me is that the, the reason to win the game is to be free of it. Right. And the only way to kind of keep that in the front of your mind is to know what your goals are, you know, what what your timelines are. And then and when you hit those goals and you're free of it to walk away from it, because she said, you know, if you if you if you just keep focusing on like, you know, how do I get more? How do I get more? How do I get more? You never win the game and you just die and you and you spend no time focusing on the things in your life that matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's, so, that's, that's a biggie. And I, I think that that's a problem I have personally is no matter where we're at or I'm at, I'm like, why are we, why, why not here? And you're pretty good. Cause we've worked together for so long. We've been friends for so long. You're great at bringing me down to earth and going, well, time out, man, look at what we've achieved. Stop being frustrated with where you think we should be. I'm guilty of it. Right. And I mean, we all have our, our blind are. spots. You do a really good job of, I think, staying present and staying, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, it's, but it's back. It's always, I'm always trying to get back to gratitude. Yeah, that's, that's the word it is, which because gratitude is what fuels, you know, more creation, more abundance, more success. Right. And it's that old law of attraction thing, right? If you're always focused on what went wrong you just, that's where your brain zones into and you just seem to attract more what's wrong, right? So yeah, I'm all- yeah. As cliche as it that. sounds, you, you know, what you focus on expands. That's- Right. A, a, I, I, I actually, tr I try to measure even how many times I stop in, in a day and try to be grateful, not try, be present and be grateful for what I have. And the more times I do it, the more my stress goes down, the more creative I am, the happier I am. Yeah. Um, it's a battle. There was a guy that wrote a book about 10 years ago. I can't remember his name. You, you, you might remember him, Andrew. I, I think he was Japanese it, it, and, um, he spent an entire oh, year yes. and he stopped and his goal was to be grateful, stop and be grateful like a thousand times a day. I think he even wrote down how grateful he was in a book a thousand times a day for a year and his life just exploded wow. in that year. I can't remember the author. I'd have to go back and look. But, you know, if for some people that's a bit ethereal, you know, for me, I just find that it keeps my stress low and it keeps my happiness level high and it keeps my creative. And so, again, going back to that, I spend the first sort of hour to two to reflect on the year, what went well, what I achieved, what I'm grateful for, et cetera. Then I go into the math and I break down all of the math metrics that got us to that point. I evaluate what was strong, what has an opportunity to improve. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I go into phase two, which is okay. I'm here. I know what my baseline is. Where now. are we headed now? Right. Where do I want to go? 
And, and I break it into two parts. And this is, I think, where a lot of people miss the second part. So the first thing I'll do is I'll say, okay, let's just say X business um, did $3 million this year, right? And it had a profit margin of 40%, right? I think based on what I analyzed in these numbers, we could take it to $5 million a year at the same profitability. And that to me would be a huge success, right? So at first I establish what I think can happen, what I want to happen. But most importantly is the next part, mm -hmm. which is why should it happen, right? Everybody goes, I want to grow. I want to grow by 10%. I want to grow by 20%. I want to grow by 100%. I want to be in 50 countries. I want to be 100 countries. I want to have 100 staff, 200 staff, 300 staff. What, everybody's like that. That's throw, where they, but throwing numbers out there, right? It's, it's, it's throwing it, right? right? So, But the question is why? Right. If you don't have a why attached to the what, it's very hard to be inspired by it. Right. So I'll say, OK, I think we can be able to do we can do this. This is where I want to go. And why should I do that? Right. And it might be something with regards to impacting a certain amount of people. It might be something super shallow, like you don't have to get like like all philosophical and stuff. It'd be like, if, if we do $5 million this year and I get X amount of profit out of it, I'm going to buy myself a ranch in Texas so that I have an off the grid farm electric. Kind of like a, like one of those big audacious, what do they call it? The big audacious, big audacious goal. Yeah. That you are right? shooting for. Like it has to be whatever's going to inspire you because this is a, is a marathon, it's not a sprint, and to accomplish those goals, it's gonna take work and focus and attention and battle. And if it's just for numbers and money, you wear out. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's not enough, mm -hmm. right? You have to have something emotionally attached to that as well that inspires you to battle through the challenges that you inevitably will face. So the second part is I set the goal. So let's, let me stop you on the numbers, sure. right? So I love what you said about attaching it to something that you can get emotional about, feel it, touch it. Could be buying a house. Could be like you it said. Could be, be could be hitting a certain revenue number you've never hit before. Hey, maybe you've never had seven figures in gross revenue. That might be the thing. What an awesome milestone, right? Sure. Right. But the numbers. So let's say I don't know. Let's say a business lands at a million dollars in the previous year. In your opinion, what what motivates you or what makes you say, okay, in the new year, we're going to do 2 million. What, what are you normally basing? Or we're going to do 1.5 million or we're going to jump is, to 3 million. This is only my perspective. My perspective historically at looking at the businesses that you and I have worked with is that when you're under about $4 million a year in revenue, if you're doing all the things right, it is not uncommon for you to be able to grow by about a hundred percent per year. Aggressive. That's what I've seen in my experience. Once you get to about $5 million in revenue, it tends to normalize a little bit into like what normal people would call growth. Cause there's, you got to hire, you got to train, you, you, you got systems in place. You can't be as run and gun. And so once I sort of get past, that $5 million a year revenue mark, it tends to, I tend to shoot for kind of like the 30% mark. And then once I get above like the 10 million 
a year mark, it kind of goes down into that 10 to 15. And, and when you hear people talk about like, oh, the business grew by 10% this year, usually they're talking, they're, they're saying it's a massive success, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're also businesses that are probably doing 20, 30, 50, $100 million sure. a year, right? And, and so 10% is fantastic. But when you're sort of sub 5 million a year in revenue, it's, it's not uncommon to be able to grow by a hundred percent a year. So based on your business, you have to determine what, what you think is possible, um, with what you have. And, and depending on the size of revenue, there's, there's different, in my opinion, there's different amounts that you can grow reasonably without blowing up your business. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So you have to basically come clean with where you want to go. 30%, 50% might, might, sure. you might talk to your accountant about that, but that's the tricky part is how do you set that 2022 goal? It's always sort of a moving target. And there's so yeah. many variables to find that number. I know a lot of you may be listening going, geez, I, I'm, I'm in this headspace right now. Where do I want to go in the new year? Where do I want to double? Do I want to do a 30% increase? Right? So there's, there's no silver bullet answer, unfortunately. Right? But here's the key. You're, you're, you're way better off setting something specific than being super vague in general about it. Yeah. And for me, if anything, I probably set it a little higher then maybe is is realistic because worst case scenario I don't hit it, but I did really really well. Yeah, it's it's, right? it's the you know you fall short but you're still landing on a pretty nice spot. Yeah, some I think my son once said you know you should always shoot shoot for the stars because worst case scenario you land on the moon. Right, I've heard right? that. A lot of cliches so. today, man. Wow, <laughs> cliche day. <laughs> cliche day. Yeah. Happy twenty twenty two. Twenty two. So then we go into phase number three. Which is the right. gap. You call it the, the gap. gap. I call it the gap, right? And you can't close the gap unless you've done one and two, right? So number, just to sort of reiterate, number one is to stop, reflect, be grateful, you know, look at your wins, look at your opportunities, um, get your numbers down get, cold, right? Right. Know exactly what, what served you, what didn't, what you want to amplify, what you want to maybe cut loose, right? And then number two is obviously setting the new goal, right? For yourself. And then number three is the gap between one and two. What I mean by the gap is if you know exactly what things got you to your revenue markers in 2021, then theoretically you should be able to do the math to coordinate your new goal with what you did in 2021, right? So let's say you want to increase the business by 30%. Well, there's a couple different levers that you can pull. Maybe the simplest is increase your lead flow by 30%. Well, yeah, and if a all other metrics remain the same, then you should be able to accomplish your goal, right? Maybe it's something as simple as, as digging a little deeper and saying, well, hey, you know, in, in, in 2021, we had X amount of leads, but we only had a 10% closing rate, right? If we could get a 14% closing rate on the same amount of leads, right, there would be my 30% increase in the business without having to add a single dollar, right? There's different levers that you can pull, and that's why you analyze all of your numbers in, in step one so you can see where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are, where, where you could potentially pour a little fire, where you could optimize a little bit, where you could cut loose things that were costing you money, but they weren't getting you the return and just move that budget into the things that were, mm -hmm. right? And you should be able to map. We, we, you and I do this all the time. We map it out. We're like, okay, based on what we have, 
Um, we're going to spend in this company, instead of spending $2,000 a day, we're going to spend $3,000 a day on our budget. And this should give us this amount of sales. And this should give us this amount of additional product add-ons and, and this, this amount of retention and this amount of revenue and, you know, this amount of profitability. And we just pull the lever to align the, the actions with the goal. But if you don't know your numbers and you don't know what got you to where you were in 21, you don't know what lever to pull. You, it's, can't, it's, you just go, it's, I'll work harder. It's the, right? the, the, the word I use over and over and over and over again is visibility. Right. It's it's right. it's if you don't have the visibility of exactly what we're talking about, it becomes really difficult to set a goal, a revenue goal. When you don't know where you're coming from, you don't know where you need to go. So this a couple things. If you're not a big numbers person and we've done many shows on the numbers, both Fine both one. operating and accounting type stuff and also the sales and the lead generation numbers, then you need to be in 2022 because you really need to know on a weekly basis. And here's week one, right? So you get 52 shots at this right now, right? If you take it weekly is how many leads do you get a week? And from those leads, how many sales do you make in a week? And if you, and really don't just know it, but chart it. Yeah. Figure out whether it's a spreadsheet, could be a whiteboard on your wall like I have here. How many leads did we generate last week? How many sales did we convert? And just, if just start there. It's a sales show. So the basic. How right? much revenue did we create? Right. And then how much revenue came from the previous week? So if you just did three things and said, okay, starting Monday, by the way, you, you're you not far behind. Monday's the, well, let me look at my calendar. So Monday's the, the, the 10th and you can look back at the first full week of 2022 and go, okay, how many leads did we do? How many sales did we do? And that starts the habit of getting into some really smart tracking for the new year if right. you and didn't do it I, last year. And I would add something extra to that, which is that when you know your numbers inside and out, and Mark Cuban was asked, I think it was about a year ago, if people should still go to university. And he said, I think they should for the experience and the networking, but I think they take the wrong things. He said that if, if I was to tell you one thing to take in university, it would be basic accounting. Yeah. Because if you understand basic accounting and your math, then then you can speak the language of business, right? When you can understand basic business math, right, what you'll find is it's a lot easier for you to grow. Because when you don't understand it, you're confused, you're running in a million directions, you think that you just have to work harder to make more or work longer to make more or whatever. When it could literally just be one simple, small thing that has to be increased, one little hinge that has to be, you know, swung. And all of a sudden you go up by 30%. I mean, you and I talk about this on a regular basis in, in one of our companies where we're like, Hey, do we want more sales this week? Yeah, let's get some more sales this week. Do we have enough salespeople for that? Yeah, we've got enough sales for that. Okay, great. Can we just turn the budget up 20%? Yeah, no problem. And boom, the business is up 20%. Easy as that. Cause we know our numbers cold and we know exactly how to and we it. and the key is we have the infrastructure in place to be able to do it. We talked about that many many episodes ago. Infrastructure, technology, systems. Right? You can't make these quick decisions to grow fast when you don't have the, the the safety net of tech and infrastructure and operations and people. So, you know, make sure that's a focal point while you're planning your year as well. Is what kind of operation do I have in place to be able to facilitate this? Yeah, and I'm always about numbers, and so, and I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole, but. Here's an example, right? If you have a sales team, I know that a salesperson can only um, 
take a maximum of eight booked calls per day before their efficiency goes down, mm. right? So if I want to grow the company by 20%, right, the sales team needs to be at six calls per day each, or I need to add 20% more salespeople, right? Again, this is just going back to math, is knowing your math, right? If you know your math for not only your marketing, but your fulfillment side of your business, then it's just simply evaluating the data and saying, okay, if we want to do X, we just need to do X. Agreed. Agreed. Easier said than done. And by the way, if you're on an island here going, how do I begin? Where do I begin? Who do I do this with? You, you should not be doing it alone. You should look into coaches, advisors, consultants, even accountants, right? Who can help you with being a second set of eyes on the most important piece of your business, which at this time right now, when you're listening or watching this, it's analyzing 2021 and getting really clear on what has to happen in 2022. And don't let this conversation, like we said a second ago, get into March and April. Let this be a January commitment. Mid-January, preferably it's done, but worst case scenario deadline, Jan 30, we got a rock solid plan in place for the new year. And we've done the work. I've looked at whatever numbers I have for the previous year. I know where I want to go. Maybe I've gone off and hired that accountant or bookkeeper that I know I need so I can really make sure I'm not you know, spending in places I shouldn't be and, and, and I have an eye on this. Make some investments of time and money into the business. And oftentimes that's in people, right? Sometimes business owners, when they're somewhat small, they think, well, I'm not ready to invest in fill in the blank, the operations person, the accountant, the marketing See the CMO, right? The chief marketing officer person. These things free you up and give you the visibility that you need. So don't think about these things as costs or expenses. Think about them as investments for the new year that are tax deductible, by the way, and that will give you the visibility and the data that you need. It's really got to come down to data and numbers. Yeah. And, and we don't talk about this often because it's not a show to just be pitching stuff, but we do private coaching and consulting with many, many people. And if you don't know where to turn to, and, and maybe you in 2022, you want to work with Andrew and myself, um, find us on Facebook or Instagram. Send us Not a hard direct to find message. Us. We, don't, we, yeah. we actually often don't do it. I mean, frankly, we don't do a lot of coaching and consulting outside of our platform, which is Pipeline Pro. And internally, we have a very robust coaching program inside of our platform. So, you know, I'll be somewhat self-serving here and say, if you've never taken a test drive or used our software called Pipeline Pro, which is a sales tracking platform that has all kinds of bells and whistles like funnel and website builders and calendars and booking systems and um, outbound marketing like email, text and voice broadcast, just giving you an all-in-one solution. We, we actively coach and consult and work with our existing members. And there's a reason for that is because we can be more effective with a business owner when we already know they have the right tech in place. We are like infinitely more valuable to the business owner who's using the right tech that we built versus us working with someone and then going, okay, we got to get your tech in order. And that's like a, you know, in some cases, Aaron, we've, we've seen it happen. It's like, why are we putting tech in place for three months? We've lost so much time. So like, we know you got the right tech in place when you're in our ecosystem and it just, we can hit the ground running pretty quick is, is, is the point I want to make there. Exactly. So in 2022, if you, if you start out right now with these three steps, which is reviewing last year, being grateful, knowing your numbers, then setting your goal, and then bridging the gap between what you did, where you wanna go, and the math in the middle, 
that that you can you know this the this the small hinges swing big doors right right and combine that with having the right system to execute all of this you know which we have pipeline pro um maybe some coaching and consulting from somebody maybe it's from us you put these things together in 2022 and you can see exponentially better results this year compared to last year and it's just it, it for me it's just a recipe i do the same thing every year it's it's just a, it's the same process it's the same system and it works because it guarantees my profitability when i lay this all out in front of me and it's crystal clear organization visibility all the things we know we need to do do it do it next week we are doing a lot in 2022 of going under the hood of businesses and brands that have just blown up and there's oftentimes reasons why it's happened that are not visible to the naked eye. That's really and more importantly that you can emulate that, because that, they're not yeah. massive corporations. These are people who started yeah. off as solopreneurs. Yeah, small, medium, even large, nimble businesses, usually not publicly traded. So there's not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of uh, corporate red tape and politics involved. So there, there's things you can do or pieces you can take. A lot of the playbooks are pretty visible if you know what to look for. So we'll probably once a month visit the looking under the hood of a business model. Like we said in the beginning, if you, if you jumped on late, um, we're going to be looking at the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, which is now the largest podcast in the world. I love it. I, I've only started listening to Joe recently. Um, but again, we mentioned in the beginning, how does a podcast, this has never happened before, how does a podcast eclipse the number one rated news TV show in America? That currently at the time of this recording, I think is Tucker Carlson on Fox News. I'm not sure. Yeah. And by the way, it's not close. It, it blew it away. There's these Nielsen ratings. We're trying to fact check these numbers. We're actually fact checking the numbers. Aaron and I are a team because we're like, how could that be? Like, I could see if maybe he edged it out a little bit, but it's like, Blew if you look away. at the chart, it's like double the viewers of the Joe Rogan experience than the number one rated primetime TV talk show, Tucker Carlson. Then I think under, it's like all Fox now. CNN is like disappeared. I think they, what do they call CNN? Constant negative news. Maybe that's why. They're at like the bottom of the chart. But anyways, how do you how do you knock off the number one rated talk TV news channel in prime time with a podcast? And by the way, he does video like us too. And I think, did he always do that, Aaron, don't, or recently? Don't give any more away. Leave it for next week. Okay, we'll leave it for next week. But he's, you know, it's a show. So, hey, listen, if you, in 2022, we pushed this big time. If you've always felt, I need a show, I need a podcast, I should do what Andrew and Aaron do and get my voice out there. Well, you absolutely should, and that should give you validation that podcasts are becoming as big as TV for consumption, for content consumption, and we'll talk about Maybe why that's the case. Maybe our episode after the Joe Rogan episode will be the 10 things you need to do to put a show like this together. Maybe yeah, we'll, we could, we'll have, we like could definitely little... two-step it. We'll break down the brand, and then we'll break down the formula of how to do a show, right? How to yeah. Because I think, I think whether it's voice or we do both, whether it's voice or video or both, um, it just, to me, it's a sin not to get your voice and your philosophies and your content into the video and the audio world to sit behind like emails and texts and posts and blog posts. I think it's okay, but God, to be able to just have a conversation and resonate with people and do it in audio or video or both and then deploy it on social media. It's, it's, it's kind of nuts not to do it. I mean, it really so is. Easy. 
So easy. And it's not that hard. So yeah, we'll talk about the tech and we'll we'll, we'll push you to do that. But that, that's a, a good call. So next week, we'll see you all. Happy New Year. Watch this one again. I know sometimes we go a little deep with the philosophies and the numbers, but these are three key things you want to put in place for the new year. SalesVelocityTV.com. You can see all 2021. Did we kick the show off in 2021? I think we did, right? I, it was either or it was 2021 late. or like very late 2020. So we are probably one year into Sales Velocity TV. So you can get the entire 2021 at salesvelocitytv.com by video and by whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And again, we're live every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the Facebook Public Sales Velocity TV page. We'll see you all next week. I'm Andrew. That's Aaron. See you on the next one. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com. See you on the next episode.